This is Brad Marchand, and you're listening to Breaking the Ice with Josh Dolan. I don't think he would ever let a pizza get out the door before he buried the whole thing, so he likes to eat that kid. Town meeting on Breaking the Ice. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey. Why are there two Josh Dolans? I said the is same there thing. still? Yeah, it's still there, Bob. Maybe click on the. Oh, you can't even see it. That's weird. Whoa! Now there's a lot of all of us. It's like a Russian doll situation. Just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a Martinez situation. Nice. Wait, can we say that on this podcast? Absolutely. What kind of podcast is this? You can say yeah. too much. I say too much. <laughs> I want to make sure I can make fun of my own dick on this podcast. You can. <laughs> Um, That's all we've been doing before you got here, Luke, was just roasting each other's peens. I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. peens, too. Pretty bad. Like, Russ was giving us... You Your know. audio's cutting out again, Mike. I know. you got good cracks going, oh. too, and we can't hear them. It's like you're on Jerry Springer, and they're they're bleeping you. Yeah. Like the way they would just cut the audio out. <laughs> Are you on oh, Wi-Fi? Man. Yeah. How's your? Do you have unlimited? Do you, how's your cell connection? Sometimes, if you go to the old it, cell. Damn. Yeah, we didn't hear anything you just see. said there either. I don't want to lose anybody here. Hold on a second. I think the problem is he's not in his car. That seems. Yeah. To be the best. Yeah. yeah that that seems to be, that's the spot. The, the famous car. What's the car's name? Karen or something like that? Barbara. Barbara. It's Barbara. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Switch to cellular. Um, now I can't see any of you guys. We can hear you a lot better. Your your audio is not cutting out anymore. Oh, okay. there he is. All right. Okay. Awesome. Beautiful. That seems better for, for a bit for now. Yeah. All right, and now we're on our way. But yeah, to what you were saying, Luke, um, you can say whatever you want. It's not like regular radio. And okay. like what we, I, I was on the town meeting podcast last night and we were talking about like the current state of radio and the industry and like the music industry and how it's all kind of hurting right now. And like when AF went off the air, Mike Shu, you were talking about this a lot that like there's no place to like break new bands or like highlight new bands that like you're a fan of and you want other people to hear it and so this is kind of like the new space to do it is podcasting like us radio people are like go listen to town meeting (laughs) well um if i could just say that um oh unfortunately there's way more places now than just radio to discover new music although right now i think more people are still discovering new music on radio, but that number is getting less every day. And you've got um, all the streaming services. You know, I listen to you guys on Spotify, and uh, you know, you've got YouTube. Uh, there's so many other places to get your music right now. Mm-hmm. Um, even if if all the radio stations that played any kind of new music went away, um, there still would be another 50 places you could get new music, and that's part of why radio's going away. So newsprint is that you know there's there's just so many more options and and possibly you know maybe better options 
uh, to get your music and stuff like that. Do you guys like you guys? Do you work radio at all, or do you just just keep your stuff online, go to the streaming services? I yeah, I would mostly. love to work radio, but yeah. I mean it's it's just not even a thing. Like even college radio stations don't play new music anymore. I used to listen to uh, ERS. It was eighty eight nine. I think they're still. Uh, I think they're still. E- it's still uh, at the Emerson radio station, but they don't, we've sent them so much shit and they just, they don't play new music anymore. They don't play, they used to be all local stuff and now it's, it's nothing. Yeah. Every once in a while. College radio place where the new music would start. Right. And one fraction of college radio, I mean, back when I was young, about 600 years ago, but once (laughs) college you know, gave it some traction, then commercial radio would say, well, this is getting a lot of college airplay. Maybe we should try this. You know, that's too bad college stations are, are kind of giving up, on, especially ERS was, was such a huge and influential station back yeah. in the day. I loved ERS. Yeah, it, was, yeah. Yeah. it seemed to be, it used to be a little more like um, it would play newer, more like local indie sort of stuff. The best we luck we had in the past few years as far as radio was just like there every once in a while a show would have like a, a local spotlight or a homegrown fucking whatever, you know, and. It's like these are this artist is from around here. Like we were on the fucking country station that whatever that one. The bull. You guys no, were on the bull, right? We were on one zero two five. I like yeah, that two one. years ago for their local spotlight with Carolyn Cruz. She was super nice. You yeah. guys know her? Is that the same building as you guys? Or no. formerly? No. No, we had right. no country stations. And then we were the only other college station we were on was on, um, which was actually my favorite radio station, but. In, was uh, WUMB, which was mm. UMass Boston, because they play a lot of like folky stuff anyway. So they, we we were on there, and I know some people became fans because of that. Um, I think ERS might have played us once, Luke, on one of those local. No, they came to a main festival we were doing, and they wrote an article about us because we played with that youth rock orchestra. And I was oh, like, oh, cool, okay. they'll play our music now. And then they were like, no, no, we're not going to play your music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got a little. They got a little more like sort of. Uh, they went into more of like the mainstreamy stuff, less of the. I do miss. I will say it is kind of cool talking to you, Mike, because I listened to you like a long time ago. Back, I was me and Josh were talking about this a little bit yesterday, but I used to listen to Hillman when I was landscaping, probably ten, twelve years ago, and you and Barbary were my favorite parts of that show. You actually weren't on the show at the time. You were the. I think you were the 10 o'clock, but you guys always had like a little go-between. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of cool to talk to you now. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I love, you know, that was a lot of fun. It was chaos. It was, it was crazy at times. But I'll tell you, Kevin Barbary, I, uh, he may be uh, one of the most talented guys I've ever worked with. He's, he's so what I call fucking the, funny. The five-tool player does 100. He writes, he, he produces stuff. He could take uh, like Greg Hill could write an idea down on a on like a cough of like a dunk snap and give yeah. it to Kevin would go into the next production room and 15 minutes later come back with a fully produced bit. With all- <laughs> nice. And I I'd never seen anything like, like in person like working anywhere I, I'd worked before AAF and and it's that's something I never understood why they fired Kevin Barbary that never yeah. I remember it was weird. There was like not a word about it. He was gone. And then I remember everyone was calling in 
and asking Hillman where Kevin was. And he's like, I, this was, I had nothing to do with this. It was just, they just dropped it on my lap this morning or something like that. But, uh, Josh, what's that? (laughs) That's not what he said. Like all of a sudden it's the long weekend. All right, let's get back to work. And then, oh yeah, we sold you guys. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it usually is. And then, then you have Jesus dropped on your lap. We were talking, right? <laughs> and like I we would, were talking about on your podcast um, yesterday that, like, that's how it usually goes is like you guys are fired and then nobody's allowed to address it. And we were allowed to say goodbye for a week. I mean, two days, but I mean, we, we were still on the air for a week. Yeah. And then you were allowed to get blackout drunk on the air, I believe. Whatever. Joshua. <laughs> yeah. Josh, like, just, just drank everything that was part of Meanwhile, Carrie and I stayed sober the whole time because we actually had to work uh, you know you were the anchors okay <laughs> there you go. he's a terrible drunk as you guys probably because <laughs> i worked um, at aaf so uh, when i used to work in the morning i would drive in and i would listen to bz and bradley J. and was it oh, your jesus day? oh wow yeah. <laughs> Yeah, our dad and our uncle. They, yeah, they uh, they used to always call in. I think I think I think Brad. I think they still do. I no, know my. Well, Bradley's off the air now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Same thing that happened to AF. Happened to that whole portion of BZ. They're all gone now. I th- I remember Dad and Doug fucking cried their eyes out. Not really, but I mean, yeah. maybe they did. But didn't Bradley J call Doug like Christian Doug or something like that? Something weird well, like that. Doug's your uncle, is that right? Yeah, he's yeah. my dad's twin brother. Okay, so Doug, Bradley J would get into <laughs> religious discussions and yeah. would talk to Doug. And Doug was, um, he believed the Bible, like, he took the Bible literally, is that correct? That's no, is very, that very I mean, correct. probably, yeah. yeah. Right. But even, but he, like, that's even possible, but. He wasn't I mean. pretty anything about it and he wasn't he wasn't aggressive he was just him and bradley would get into discussions and he would be there to say well the bible says this that's why i enjoyed listening to bradley J because the discussions were actual discussions right. and it wasn't yelling at each other but he would mention you guys all the time where you, <laughs> yeah. you know which is really cool that's awesome yeah right yeah. so that's how i first heard of you guys that's because wild so you play funny. The- uh, we missed that part mike sorry yeah what'd you say mike sorry <laughs> got plenty of radio play just not your music yeah (laughs) yeah so our 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 dad and our uncle they're twin brothers and they both work for the same trucking company bursaw in acton and so they're up at like 1 2 a.m and my dad would always say like hey if you're up at 3 a.m this morning we're gonna be talking to bradley about your band and i'm like why the hell would i be up at 3 a.m he had me do it (laughs) once i did it once Well, there's like, a lot of truckers up at that time, so they're driving <laughs> yeah. those people to your Spotify or your MySpace, whatever year it was. Yeah, Go Dad had me. Dad had me call in once, and I like talked to him and everything. And Bradley like talked to me, and like he talked to me about the band for a second, but then he just wanted to know about what, how I like, how where I was religiously. And he was like, "Are you like your uncle and your dad as far as church?" And I was like, "No, not anymore." And it was kind of just a religious show. I don't think so, right? It's he just talks. He just yeah. He just like has discussions, like Mike was saying. He just like talk. But because Doug and Dad are religious, that that that's what they would always talk about. Especially Doug, I'm assuming. But 
Um, yeah, and he like all Bradley wanted to talk to me about was <laughs> was was uh, what, what's it like since you know your your dad and your uncle are still pretty religious. It doesn't seem like you are, and I was like, no, oh, this is great. Thanks for <laughs> you know like dad wanted me to call in to talk about the band, and then and then I'm sitting there being like, yeah, I'm not like religious like my dad and my uncle anymore. <laughs> well, that was the great I'm, thing about Jay. He wasn't afraid to to right. talk religion and he did it in a way where it wasn't a shouting match and it wasn't well I believe this and you believe that he was like kind of open to all ideas he just wanted it all explained to him and your uncle Doug was I you know for my time listening to him and I heard a lot of him driving in, in the morning that's um, so funny yeah that's wild explaining it you know in a way where I didn't feel like I was being you know it wasn't being forced on me or, or I was preached to you know so and, but that's how I mainly heard of you guys he talked about you guys all the time it was great that's cool. Did you yeah. ever end up like looking us up or you <laughs> at that time? <laughs> oh yeah. Like after That's a while, cool. I find out what these town meeting guys are all about because their uncle's always on the radio when I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny to me because you just think like they would talk about Bradley J all the time. And in my mind, I'm like, no one knows who this guy is because he's on at these hours that only truckers and a few people are listening to him, but a fucking AAF DJ was listening to him on the way. Yeah. People that work in the morning are driving to work at that time. Yeah. <laughs> there, right. There's cops and stuff awake at that time. Yeah. yeah that's so funny. Bars and nightclubs and stuff like that. And then plus, it was BZ. So you could get BZ. Not only are they online, but like the AM signal at night. You know, I don't know if you know, like when it, the, the atmosphere actually changes. I think this is how it works. So the AM signal bounces off the atmosphere and then bounces off the earth and it goes actually farther. Mm-hmm. So listening to him on actual radio, you know, like in Virginia and New York and Pennsylvania, Ohio and stuff like that. Um, so he actually reached way more people than just the Boston area. That's, That's wild. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. We Is always, it? he would, yeah. Cause they, we'd always hear him be like, yo, we're talking to Bradley J. Yeah, I was talking to Bradley J today and whatever. This whole time we're we're, we're thinking it's our music. Of... Our music is is what's doing it and getting us out there. It's just our uncle talking to Bradley J, and that's <laughs> that's why we stream so well in fucking Colorado. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, or even fucking what was the other one? Vietnam? Don't we? No, Taiwan or something. Taiwan, we do. Yeah, Taiwan, I think that's they our love... number one. Our, yeah, like on Spotify, you can look at like your analytics for like where you stream really well. Yep. So when we were we did this thing. Like, uh, before the world ended where we were playing in Texas and then we decided like, Oh, where, where should we go since we're like kind of out here? So we like looked at Spotify and figured out where we stream really well. And Denver was like number two. People but, who smoke weed a lot love fucking yeah, town meeting. Love our band. So apparently so in shoot. fucking Taiwan, they, <laughs> they love us too though. So, but we couldn't really fit that into the Texas trip. We couldn't make it to Taiwan. And yeah, yeah, breaking the ice for some reason does very well in Istanbul. Is for that real? True? Yeah. Dude, that's so weird how that. Do you know works. why? No, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> so, so here's the thing that's kind of cool. If you stream, uh, I mean, streaming gives you fucking shit money. You don't make any money off of streaming. Everyone knows that. It's universally known. But if you stream in other countries. It's some some in some countries it's worth two three or four times what it's worth in the United States. So because we're doing what in Taiwan they love that song New Hampshire that we play. I have again, no 
love that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently all the Taiwanese people do too. So they, uh, but we do, we do fairly well, not fairly well, like better than we had for the first two or three years we were on Spotify because they're listening to New Hampshire a shit ton in Taiwan. So what does New Hampshire mean in Taiwan? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that episode of the Simpsons where Homer's on the, on oh, that, and kind of like the Wild West, I bet, you know, back in the back in the day, you know, when people dreamed of cowboys and stuff, but now they just dream of tax-free liquor and cigarettes. In <laughs> <laughs> Hampton you know, Beach. You know what's funny that you mentioned that? Because my my father's from Taiwan. I'm, I'm half Taiwanese, and I smoke a shit ton of pot. So I'm writing your demo. You are. <laughs> like, right in the center of your demo. We've been trying to get you for a while, Shu. So yeah. <laughs> well, you got me, man. You got those two new songs up on Spotify, which are awesome. Thanks, Thank man. Yeah, we're this album. Uh, we're like, we love it. Yeah. If Dude, good. I listen to it every day. Not uh-huh. that I have a copy of it or anything, but um, yeah, it's. Sorry, <laughs> right. you're a you're a personality, Josh. You're allowed yeah. to have. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you can give Shu a full copy too. We that's fine. Okay, cool. I'll send he's, it to He's him. half Taiwanese, so yeah, he's he's, he's got some demo. Taiwan in him, so he he's allowed to. <laughs> I, I oh, he's go good. ahead. We missed it again, Shu. Oh, I'm sorry. I said I got to call my family over there and see if they've heard of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you call. Yeah, you call him up. It's playing in the background. Brussels. <laughs> <laughs> If I can ask you guys, you mentioned like before the world ended. Yeah, so yeah. Like every like gigs lined up, you know, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It all just came to an end. And do you do you guys do this full time, or do you have side jobs? Like, how is this affecting your your lives right now? I don't know. You want me to go first, Luke? Or yeah, go ahead. Mine's mine's way more depressing. Yeah, you you I got fucked it, way more than me. Yeah, I guess it's your perspective, but. <laughs> Um, so my side gig was painting houses and like, so yeah, as far as, um, as far as like shows, everything that it was like that week right around, um, St. Patrick's day. It was like, right. Like that 12 ish, 12, 13 ish that week before. Cause we had shows lined up for that weekend. And like one of them was, was going to be like a, a, a decent paycheck. I mean, for what we do, it would have been like, we were all kind of relying on that, you know, but we had, I think, was it two or three shows lined up? Luke? Three. Yeah. Three shows that weekend. So like, that's, you know, that's something that I'm, I rely on. And then that was just like slowly the venue started canceling. And then it was like, Oh, music is done. You know, like this is, this is over. And like a little bit, like a weekish before that, um, I work with my friend, and we we paint houses, and he's the one that kind of gets all the jobs. And he wait, was, wait, 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 wait. You paint houses? <laughs> yeah. Uh, look behind you, Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so it was like like a weekish before everything like ended. I think people started kind of seeing it in the news, like, and kind of getting the vibe. And so like we had a couple jobs lined up, and they they dropped on us, and then. It was the same thing with music. It was like, all before you knew it, nobody wanted anyone in their house. And you know what I mean? So it was kind of one of those things. Like, I think there are some people that are still painting, but probably like not for the good 
you know, like not the quality, not like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where it just like for what we do and for kind of what we charge, it, it wasn't something that people sort of thought was essential. Um, so yeah, I don't have any work and, um, can't get, can't get unemployment, like nothing like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucked. So I'm figuring, I'm trying to figure out ways, uh, to kind of make something happen online as far as, I don't know, I might, I might try to do like a zoom show and have it be like a ticketed thing where you pay to get in to see me play music. I don't know. There's, there's a bunch of different ways. There's also just a lot of people playing online, playing live. And it's, and it's just another way for people to just get your shit for free though, which is already what it is, you know, like that's the, the one of the shittiest things about this is like now people are, listening to music so much more but the artists don't see any of that you know what i mean it, it's just yeah. going to the spotify ceo or whatever you know what i mean or i mean jeff bezos now is even more well off you know like that type of shit it, so it is frustrating because now people are taking in more entertainment but we're not really reaping any of those benefits because you know we don't we don't really see that so i'm i'm trying to figure something out but it's it's a process it's a lot of online shit figuring stuff i had to drill down and get an ethernet cord all the way to my laptop just to make like these meetings have a better quality you know it's it's a whole it's a lot but we're i mean we're doing we're making the best of it we had done one live show where we were all together when this first started which people which people can still find we went to like a, a warehouse studio space and russ sanitized everything you know we were one of the only i think two or three people that did that because they shut that down yeah they had to shut that down too yeah so like the whole band got together and we went to like this warehouse studio thing they had nice cameras it was called weird fish productions yeah weird fish productions that's kind of the the information there but um and that got us some some uh people could donate while they watched but you were still able to watch you know so I kind of want to do something where it's like, if you want to see me play, you got to pay to see me play like you would a show. Um, yeah. But, well, um, Josh, uh, you know, we do Patreon. I don't know if Josh can yeah. add to this. We make millions of dollars. <laughs> millions. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know what to do with all this cash. Yeah. So, I just started yeah. burning it to make room. <laughs> we, yeah. we actually, as a band, have a Patreon. So, like, but the, the thing with that is it's like a monthly thing. And it's split up between, you know, the fucking six of us. So like, like, you know, I got Venmoed 30 bucks and like, yeah, that's cool. But well, part of that, part of that is, all right. So it's patreon.com slash town meeting. We have all kinds of exclusive content, early releases and early uh, podcasts and all kinds of shit. Go to patreon.com slash town meeting. That's how you fucking plug Patreon. And town meeting is also a Patreon of breaking the ice. That's right. We are a proud uh, patron of Breaking the Ice, even though it took me about two fucking days to figure out how to do it because yeah, Josh, has, Josh 35 has six of them. Breaking and Josh the Ice has, a, has an extra Josh Dolan on this call, yeah, he's too. Got another Josh Dolan on this call. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Um, but so, so, Russ, the main reason for that, we use our Patreon mostly for when we do, when we go on tour or when we play a little further away. We It's gas money. It um, It helps with extracurricular chef stuff you don't think about airbnbs hotel rooms fucking gear we need and uh, i mean there's a million things i'm listing just the things that came to my mind but uh we're using it to pay for publicity for this new album right now it's already spoken for but if this f- nonsense goes on for more than the next few months 
you won't just get thirty dollars. It'll be more than that. Well, no, I know, but I'm just saying it's you know it's like I don't have any other income other even even that is is great. It's something. It's better than nothing. Which yeah. you know, but you can still go to that live stream. I think you can still contribute. It's uh, if you go to Stay at Home Live or Weird Fish Productions, or it's on our. If you just scroll down on our Facebook page, it's there. And uh, w- what I think the arrangement we had was, it, we take fifty percent, and fifty percent goes to Weird Fish. And those guys got fucked really hard because they're they do sound for uh, festivals, they right. do sound for private shows. Like they they're just a professional sound and lighting company. And we, we've known those guys forever. They're some of our friends. They're just really good dudes. And where like musicians can go online and ask for tips. Those guys, you can't go online and ask right, exactly. for tips to be a sound engineering company. So if you go watch that show, we, you know, we, it's mostly originals, but we cover some dead. We cover one of our favorite Neil Young songs. Like it's, there's a lot of good shit there. So go check that out. If you're into Neil Young. Shoo, one of my, Neil Young. love Neil Young. Yeah. He's my favorite, man. He's my favorite artist. I want to ask you guys a Neil Young question. Um, because he's got a, how many albums does he have? About uh, about a thousand. Yeah. I think you know? a thousand and one. Something yeah, and like that. He, but you know, like I know you guys are big fans. So what Neil Young do you like? Like what period of Neil Young are you guys into? Okay, yeah. Russ, can I start? Sure. Yeah. Uh, all and above, like every, literally everything even like the stuff that people don't really like. So the we at the end of last year. For our New Year's Eve show, we did a show at the Bull Run, which is near our house. And then we did another show where we just played Neil Young songs. And, uh, I mean, we covered, like, pretty much the whole catalog. Russ knows more Neil than I do, but, I mean, every time we would play a song, me and Russ would kind of look at each other in the eye, and we our eyes would just say, fucking Neil, man. We've yeah. seen him twice together, once with a full band and then once just him and i think both times we literally cried and i I don't even i'm not ashamed of that at all i fucking love neil young i think after the gold rush is my favorite album uh harvest probably my second i know that's probably cliche i don't know well no they're great albums there's no denying i mean that that's like that's classic stuff and i i fucking love it i mean after the gold rush is obviously for me it's like top five albums of all time it's you can't go wrong same thing with like i mean harvest and then like harvest moon dude that's like that's like 90s but it's like fucking it's it's just got great songs on it and then like even though people will give him shit for like a lot of the like stuff where he's basically just singing about monsanto and like fuck corporations and stuff it's great but for me it's like there if you listen to some of those songs there's some fucking killer like guitar shit going on in a lot of those albums like even the one he put out uh, in 2019 colorado oh yeah it's, it's like, fucking great yeah, yeah. There, there's some awesome like and and he'll just that's my favorite thing about neil and i know it's whatever like luke said cliche sort of things but neil just does not give a fuck like this yeah. he he's neil and that's it and like there's no you're there's no playing to anything he's not like trying to be he's just fucking he'll neil. go on stage with the same clothes he did yard work in <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> covered yeah, in but fucking so, dirt and shit like he but so, so he's but the other thing too is like so me and russ have also seen dylan and i i dylan's one of my favorite songwriters ever Didn't you guys open whatever for you're him? supposed to say Con- we did the yeah. we did the side stage on paper we say we opened for we didn't open for him. we didn't meet him but or anything but if it gets us into a bigger venue sure we open for bob dylan 
but uh we um but when you when we did the side stage up in Guilford we got to go watch him and I again love Bob Dylan Blood on the Tracks one of my favorite albums ever live he might have been the worst artist I've ever seen <laughs> yeah was... Neil Neil the first time we saw Neil it was with uh who was it Russ it was Promise Lucas Nelson's real. band <clears throat> yeah, yeah Promise of the Real but he came out just him and he did he started with After the Gold Rush he did like a bunch of like kind of fan favorites I think he did A Man Needs a Maid and like just acoustic versions just him on it and then after five he was kind of like shaky a little bit and then at, he brought the whole band out and he grabbed an electric and i've never seen anyone sh- like murder like neil young did it was unbelievable mm-hmm. and he would just do like fucking 25 minute solos you know like he just didn't give a shit and you're just like fuck yeah. you know and then we saw him the other time we saw him was that the wang luke yeah yeah Holy which shit. was just like that i mean i'm sure you guys have been in that room like it's just that the way that room is set up the sound and everything it's just the acoustics and, and it was just him and he had like fucking six kinds of pianos he had like an organ and shit and like he just went and played the organ and and was like well i dream on it was like playing the oh, fucking God, yeah. organ and it's just like holy shit man and the sound was just like you know, it was incredible. And he and he did like some uh like Buffalo Springfield shit, just him on an electric, but he's just like stomping away and he's just like, Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, though there are those classic albums, but then like even something like um like on the beach, uh there's yeah. like fucking great songs on that album too, man. Like for the turnstiles. Have you ever have you do you know that song? That song's fucking badass. It's like yeah. he's got a banjo or I mean, then there's like just certain he's got shit that you don't even you don't even realize, you know, that he, yeah, he's just so versatile but amazing, and he and he just does what he what he fucking wants to do. What's so. yours? What's your issue? Him is that he he doesn't have a release schedule. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like an idea, something in the news happens, right. and he'll like pull album about it and just put it right out there. And it's kind of like a old uh, folk singer thing where you know they're ta- they're singing about what's going on right then at that time and that's the kind of way that i see him releasing albums yeah and but i just got a i got a list of his albums up here and i have to you know what landing on water really i just i can't even listen to that <laughs> i all. think i have that on vinyl hold on i just i don't know it's there's nothing about neil young like like the lanois album i don't know i just couldn't i couldn't get it. like i could get into the shocking pinks and some of the songs on old ways, you know, yeah. all that's spent a lot of time trying not to be Neil Young. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Stuff, I was just, yeah, there it is. Like, I just, I can't listen to it. It's not his best. It's not his best. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Like, I, I think for sure there are some of those albums that like, <clears throat> I'm not, that's, I'm not going to, yeah. I, <laughs> I, he's just, like you said, though, he's got, fucking so many of them but i i think there's always at least something on on every album that i that that's listenable for me at least because i just love them i so will i'm gonna have to like, agree with a mic on this one the landing on water is a rough yeah i know it's not the best i'm no, trying i'm looking no, at the of course looking not. at the track list and trying to figure out any song maybe maybe i got a problem maybe but even the album cover is kind of... I was going to say, even the album cover is pretty shitty. It looks like the movie poster for The Naked Gun. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it like an airplane. Leslie Nielsen, whatever. Same thing. 
know, but that's that's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, I can hear a lot of that in your music. I get a lot of like Neil Young in there, but then also, you know, I hear like stuff like Avett Brothers, you know, and yeah. the Bird, things like that. Do you guys mind that like Americana label? I love no. it. No, I love it. Yeah, I'd rather it be that than fucking country. And not and not because I don't like I I like country. I mean, it, this is also super cliche, but I like true country. I I'm not like when we were on 1025, I was like I don't like that music that they play, you know, like I'm not I'm not a big fan of you know, the the popular country music, but we sometimes get put in a country genre because Americana sort of flirts with those lines but and and yeah there are certain songs of ours that are totally more country bluegrass so like when we're when we're called americana that to me just that's more like that was what the band was and another great idol of mine is levon helm so like i love i love being anywhere near that kind of um classification because yeah it's it's, and also americana now i feel like americana has grabbed like the fringe country, like Sturgill Simpson and um, like Jason Isbell, those guys. And I, anytime anyone describes us in that class, I get very excited and I don't feel worthy of it, but I am like happy about it. And it's also our new album too is uh, it's definitely going to be a, like some people would say a departure. I, I think of it more as like an evolution because there's a lot more like Tim is playing electric on this. He's doing some like cool, heavy electric shit. He's got like a slide thing going. Uh, I'm playing full kit throughout the whole album. So there's no cajon on it anymore. There's no like box drum. So um, it's just, it's, it's much more rocking. I'm sure Josh can attest to like the difference between sonically the sound of this one compared to like, if I die or even um, from the green album. Um, Yeah. So it feels cool. Yeah, it feels cool to be to be where we're at now, and who knows where we'll be. Um, and I think a part of that is that Neil influence. Is that it's like a lot of our fans were pretty bummed out, you know, when certain changes happened in the band, and like, oh, I want the Cajon back, or you know, whatever, because certain members left, and there was things like that. But I think as a as a unit as we are now, it feels really really good to be just totally. doing, making music that we that we like, you know, that, that like, uh, it's fucking fun to play. And like, we had a, an awesome time making the album. Like, you know, we recorded most of it live, like all together, like in our different little sections. And then, you know, you do the overdubs and shit, but like doing the bass tracks together, it's just like, I don't know, it's fucking awesome. And we're a lot of just like rocking out on it and having fun fucking but you can tell that you like making the music that you like because there's like some bands out there that I feel like they're making the music just to make music or they're writing a song just to write a song. But every trying single one of you, yeah, like they're trying to catch up to something, but you guys are try, you're just doing it for you. And mm-hmm. I feel like that shows because you guys enjoy it. And like you said, like, it's not, it's not different. It's still, the new album is, is you like it, this is the first one you use a drum set in right i i know there's uh, a few there's songs a, you yeah use. there's there's a couple of songs like here and there and there's like but not no nothing like this yeah this is yeah. all the way through drums full kit you know like there's but only yeah you can yeah. definitely tell that it's like you guys like put everything behind 
it's also weird that a lot of people don't know that we all grew up in the same town. We're all air kids, not Mike Shue, native yeah, kids. Like a piss. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Um, but like Russ, like in in school, you, Luke, and Babe, um, you guys were never like in like music or like the band or anything. Like you guys never like showcased that you were like this talented in school. Like I remember sometimes walking down the hall seeing like you or like babe like beatboxing or like doing the harmonica or something. But like what when when did you guys decide like oh we're gonna like make a band and like go for this? Because you never showed it when we were growing up in air. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, yeah, no, not really. It 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 was always there. I think a lot of it was just from my perspective, a lot of it was like oh, oh. Yeah, that's my no, that's that's money again. Sorry, it's Josh's. Get over there. (laughs) This is I need a bigger house. It sounded like somebody flushed the toilet there. Yeah, no, it's my dog. (laughs) Is that what doing? Is he taking a smash right now? (laughs) Yeah, Luke's right, right off camera. There's a toilet right there. Knock it off. (laughs) Someone sneezed two towns over. Yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, but no, I mean. Like I I I did the jazz band with Mr. Tree for like a hot second, um, but that wasn't like you said. That's not like a showcasey type of thing. That was like fucking whatever. And I know Luke played sax actually in band, uh, like in fucking middle school or something, um, like a while back. But no, not like compared to what you're talking about. No, there wasn't anything <laughs> like that. I think I think. Um, it sort of started so unfortunately not unfortunately it's a lot of it was most of that at outlet for me was church like because yeah i I grew up in the church and so i was playing drums in the church and doing backup vocals and then like luke was actually the youth pastor for a while and so luke was playing song he started writing songs at church to be like the cool youth guy with the guitar and shit so like he was what luke was playing luke was playing like his songs at church and i was drumming um and then we sort of just got a vibe that like oh we could do some cool stuff together like when luke started writing songs i would do percussion and backup vocals for him um and then it kind of started because um i was playing percussion for this other like this small little gathering uh it was like a, a guy and his daughter um Shout out to Pete and Mallory. And it was they, called the Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, it was just like a small little ICP cover type of thing. Um, <laughs> Russ no, is trying to say he's down with the clown until he's dead in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a juggaho. I got a lot of these. I'll stop. Uh, yeah, but Josh, I think it really sort of started because, and then I started writing songs, uh, and then Luke and I we got like that that other group i was playing for i was supposed to do percussion for them and the sh- he couldn't do the show and he was like do you want to take over like you and luke and and i like presented the idea to luke and he was like oh that's like three hours like that's you know and, and we just decided we were going to do it so we just kind of came up with the name and fucking did the show and then from there on it, it it's been what it is so yeah nope. I, it, Go ahead. Where 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 did the name come from? Because no matter what town you're going through, you guys get free 
advertising. Right. That's part of why. <laughs> yeah, that's part of why. So it was it it was twofold. I think one like I was just I Russ was right. I, we we grew up in the church and um I think we were both on the outskirts of of leaving evangelicalism behind. I'm a proud Episcopalian now. Is that your I'm dog? A, I'm a proud yeah. I'm a proud do- uh Josh's Fuck. dog noise now. <laughs> is your dog the exorcist? What the hell yeah. is that? I don't know. I just this is my life right now. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in here with him. Josh, Josh, the face you made yesterday when your dog came into the shot, you you looked so annoyed, and it made me so happy. It's yeah, just like to be I your can't, best I friend. Can't, but like, let me have five minutes, you know. <laughs> you got so mad. This was this was literally Josh's face because he was so close to the camera. Like the dog barks, and then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man <laughs> that 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 used to be mike shoe's face whenever i would say something stupid on wafs i just I'm like yeah. all <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, well, now you, you grew up together uh you guys are all from air right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you this when was the have you guys ever had a fluff and utter sandwich <laughs> oh of course okay because right. josh never had what, like three, four months ago? Was that the yeah. deal? Oh, really, Josh? What yeah. was that? It was whenever National Fluff and Utter Day is, so like November? Yeah. Yeah, that never. was the first and time I, I ever heard of a Fluff and Utter. Are you serious? <laughs> never had uh, hash browns from McDonald's until it was like Thanksgiving. Wow. And I'm, this is a, this like, is a joke, is right? It's like some kind of Amish sex colony or something like that. I think it's just a Josh thing, actually. It's just Josh. He's just fucking weird. No. He hates dogs and he doesn't eat hash browns. No I, one knows. <laughs> no, because it was National Fluffin' Under Day. Mike Shoot, Mr. Scary, they they had like peanut butter and this weird white stuff. And they were like, hey, Are you fucking like, serious right now? Is this a real thing? <laughs> you I didn't even know what fluff was, dude. <laughs> I used to bring them to school. I, I I heard a fluff, but I didn't know it was marshmallow. But they kept saying fluff and utter, and I was like, I don't think you can say that on the radio. What what does that mean? And then they're like, Are you are you serious right now? And then how are you how, a producer on AF? How is this a how is this a reality? That's why they shut down, Luke. Because <laughs> Josh didn't know. <laughs> you know how I won a contest and. <laughs> <laughs> No, me and me and Russ grew up. We were in air, but we were poor air. So our mom would would make us peanut butter and then put those little market basket marshmallows on the sandwich and call it a fluffernutter. I love that you said poor air. Isn't that all of air? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Uh, it's rich well, air is grotten. No, <laughs> rich air is anything that Calvin Moore owns, and then the rest of it is poor air. So downtown, <laughs> yeah. So all of downtown. Downtown air is kind of kind of happening right now. I don't live in air anymore. I'm a Fitchburg native. Yeah, that's right. You better respect me. Right. Worcester, you're a I mean, shoe. You're a Worcester guy. Yeah, I live in the trendy west end of Worcester. So uh, I haven't had a crackhead come to my door for about four years now. So things are really up. Yeah. Are you in my. Me and my wife went to Worcester for our anniversary this year. We went to The Fix. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah. Great burgers. Fucking amazing burgers. 
place where you could choose your grind. Like I wanted to be like half pork and, and half Angus and stuff like that. Put a short rib on top of it with extra cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. Place. Yeah, because <laughs> in air, air, you can only get pizza and a haircut or Chinese food. Yeah, Not or, anymore. Or walk and roll. Josh, <laughs> Josh, downtown is all fancy since they filmed like three Netflix shows in downtown. Oh, yeah, The Society, The Society, and then one Hallmark thing. Yeah, because we have New England Studios right there. Have you guys been casting anything? Well, Castle, I'm Rock, for... Castle Rock was... Yeah, I've been waiting for my call, too. What's that? Castle Rock was an awesome show, and that was yeah. filmed in air. Yeah, Castle yeah. Castle Rock's it, fucking incredible. A lot of that was filmed in air. Like What's in Castle Devin? Rock? I fucking hate you, dude. Uh, Are you kidding me? Is, that, is, is it you know stupid like Ozark? Do you know who Stephen King is? I do. He's That's the guy the... that hangs out in Maine. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, please help me with the rest of this podcast. Are you kidding me, dude? Castle, uh, I don't, it's not worth explaining it. It's not even Castle Rock, it. I thought, was just like a gas station wine. It always devolves into this. Josh says something like ridiculous. Like, you no, know, 95 was also 128. So when people would say 128, he would have no idea what they were talking about, even though he was on it a million times. And he said that on the air once. And I was just like, are you kidding me right now? It's always the same reaction. That's gonna be a joke. I have no, <laughs> you know, but you guys put it perfectly. That's just Josh. He's just fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there'd be things that I would just say that I would think was normal and that are normal, but then people would like flip out and be like, "How do you not know this?" I'm like, I don't know. I thought everyone had an iPhone. Like, <laughs> I, I will shine, say, shine bright like a doofus. <laughs> i will say i do have Love like that. a shit ton of respect for you guys who do like a lot of talk radio stuff because it's it's something that everyone thinks it's easy oh you just go on and you have a conversation but especially when you're talking to strangers like you guys especially like the last couple of years you were talking to a lot of comedians a lot of musicians it's not it's not just you don't just sit down and talk about shit you have to really plan for it and there's those those moments of silence that no one even thinks about that can be absolutely terrifying and like shit i gotta fill this up a two-second lull can feel like a month oh yeah you guys just talked to i think the last one of the last times i listened to your show mike was uh you guys were talking to it was uh big j okerson <laughs> oh yeah i fucking yeah. love that guy I, I like you guys and you you're a dave attell guy too i think right am i right oh, about that yeah absolutely and big j okerson is great uh, when he's doing his act, but during interviews, he's pretty sedate. Really? You know, he's a pretty, he saves it. He's like, I think he's like a save it for the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like quiet and he's very polite, you know, and then you see his act and he's like, you know, you expect to have this like obnoxious Philly guy talking to you, but um, he's actually quite nice. Steve Byrne was kind of like that too. Steve Byrne. Yeah. A little more mellow. You know, obviously you're on stage, you're in front of a crowd, there's more energy there. You guys know what that's like, but, um, you know, but there was like, you know, the best comedian we had in there, I don't know, Dustin Ybarra was pretty, was Dustin pretty Ybarra is always, yeah, he's I just. Know, I don't know who that is. He was in a, We Bought a Zoo and the show Gotham and okay. a few other things, but yeah. Is he a Boston guy or a New York guy? Who is no, he? he's a, he's a LA comic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I'll have to check him out. Uh, I don't, I don't... Uh, who? Oh, you know who? What was the name of the guy that had the really weird face, the really weird smile? Josh Dolan? Is it Josh? No, 
Oh, the other guy. <laughs> this is Josh's podcast oh, too, um, and we're just gonna. Yeah, rip the guy him. that looked like he, he looked like a. Uh, he looked like a, a ventriloquist dummy when he smiled. He looked like a feminine Zdeno Chara. Uh, yeah. Yes, a very effeminate Zdeno Chara. And like he was a clean comic. He didn't swear or anything, but he was hilarious. I can't believe I can't remember. He sounded exactly like Jerry Seinfeld. And he was like, I always open for Jerry Seinfeld. You're talking about Ryan. You're talking about Ryan. Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, okay. (laughs) He is really funny. He's he's one of the, I think, overlooked guys out there right now. Who who is the guy that um that's like friends with Paul McCartney now and he's a comedian? Yeah. Oh, he was great. Paul McCario? He's from Providence. And he you, works. Wait, hold on, Shu. You you cut out for a second. Are you saying Paul Mercurio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah he he works on the Daily Show. Uh, isn't it the Daily Show, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Is and it, uh, but he's got a great podcast too. He interviews some really great. Isn't he the guy? And sorry, I know I don't know if this is like good AAF floor or bad AAF floor. Isn't he the guy that got Opie and Anthony fired like the second time in New York? When they were doing the sex with Sam thing, or is this something no one knows about except for me? I don't. I'm a- I, don't I thought they got in trouble because they caught two people having sex in a church. Yeah, they did. But Paul Mercurio, I believe, was the guy they sent to the church to interview them and encourage them oh. to do anal in the church. Wow, I didn't know that. I, didn't I, that, know that I might either. be wrong. We would have definitely talked to him about that if we knew about <laughs> it. <laughs> Wait, I, remember I mean, at car, I remember sitting in my driveway. I got home and I sat in my driveway for almost an hour listening to that because I was just so riveted to these people are doing like penetration all over Manhattan, you know. And when they got busted in that church, and you could just hear the energy in the studio just completely leave, it was yeah. like the air out of a balloon, and they were just going, like, Okay, all right. <laughs> Basically, we're dead. We're going to go to right now. And it was some of the best radio I've ever heard in my life. That was a great bit. Fortunately, like the great bit they did with Mayor Menino. Menino, yeah. Florida, you know, they got fired for it. But, you know, it was great. Did you know those guys, Mike? No, I never. I I started working there uh, shortly after they got fired. So Carrie had just moved to nights. Rocco and Birdsy moved to afternoons. And then a few months later, I, I showed up and they mercifully hired me. Um, but I never met those guys. Uh, but before I, you guys went off the air, or that we went off the air, you, uh, you gave it back to uh, Anthony. You announced his death. <laughs> <laughs> I just, before we talked to him, I said, yeah, I guess this is crazy. We're getting news on this thing. But uh, Anthony Cumia from Opie and Anthony has died in a car accident in Florida. <laughs> and uh, apparently driving with a Haitian hooker. <laughs> you know, it's just exactly what he said about Menino. Talked oh, to my God. A few times, and he's, he's a really nice guy. Uh, I've never talked to Opie, though. But they were great. I mean, I stole – when I worked in Richmond, Virginia, I stole a ton of material from Opie and Anthony. I mean, yeah. it was such great stuff. I was like, we got to try this out here. You know, but they're, they're one of the great Anthony so I, came in when we were doing the when I was on the Maddie and Nick show and he just like he came in the back and it was like an hour before the show and he just like talked to me for like an hour and he's just like such a I was expecting him to be a little standoffish or something but he he's just such an awesome 
fucking dude, and he's just hilarious. It's because you look like a young girl, so he was excited to talk to you. It was my forehead. <laughs> no, I uh, I got I got way way into Opie and Anthony. Ironically, the week before Anthony got fired from Opie and Anthony on Sirius, I like got wicked into them. Like I was listening to old shit on YouTube all the shit they did with Rogan and obviously Norton and Patrice. And then uh, I was like, I'm, you know what? I'm going to check these guys out live. And the day I checked them out live was the day before Anthony got fired for taking pictures in Times Square or whatever the hell he was doing. Oh my God. That's yeah. like right around when I really got in, into them too. And it was crazy to have Anthony like come back to the WAF studio and I was like what is happening right now like I'm in the WAF studio with Anthony who famously got fired from here and went on to like make millions at Sirius and Wait, it was just like I didn't know he came to you guys studio that's is that yeah, what you were saying he, earlier okay yeah he came in when uh, Maddie and Nick were still on the air and it was just okay. it was like blowing my mind I was like am I in the twilight zone right now like that's weird. It's just weird. Like the like people you grow up listening to, like we were talking about when Tom Hamilton came in the studio that day, and Carrie was saying like, "I grew up listening to you and AF, and then now here we are. Like AF is going off the air, and you're here. I'm on the air. Like who who are some of the people that you guys got to work with? I know that you kind of open for Bob Dylan, but like, didn't you like work with ZZ Top and stuff too? Like who's, who's some of the people that you got to be on the same bill with that you're like, I can't believe that I'm like even here right now. Uh, probably the first, and I'm sure Russ will agree with me was Sturgill, but I mean, there's been a, there's been a few, but Sturgill was a big one for me. And then old crow was big. I don't know. Russ, you probably have a better. Well, I mean, just seeing, just like when Dylan happened, that was really big even though we were just doing the side stage thing, it was like having like we, we, every time we did that thing, we got a like a, like a bracelet and like paperwork that said like our name and Bob Dylan's name. And like yeah. just having a pass with something like that was like really just pretty wild, you know? Um, I think and, I still have mine. Yeah. I still have my shit too. But um, so that was big. Old Crow was awesome. Also dude, three dog night we opened for three yeah dog like we actually opened for them though we like got to hang out with them um and they were some of the sweetest guys and they're like in their fucking 70s and they still sing like birds like their yeah. their harmonies were incredible uh danny hutton like one of the lead singers he complimented our harmonies which was like so fucking cool when, when the lead singer of fucking three dog night compliments your harmonies that's that's cool you know what i mean um I, and, and the I, old crow medicine show I will say, Russ, if you don't mind me interrupting you, the probably the weirdest, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, you already know where I'm going, is we got somehow put on a bill with Third Eye Blind. Yeah, I like was getting there. And, and it was the worst fucking thing. We, what, <laughs> Third Eye Blind and 21 Pilots. So like no, it's not. <laughs> okay. okay, so Josh, Josh, hold on. Hold on, Josh. So listen, listen. If you, if you don't think I cried to Jumper a time or two in my youth... <laughs> Okay, but but so anyway, so it's us, like kind of an America Americana band, and then who was the other band, Russ, that popped on with us? Oh man! Oh, brand new Tankard. Oh, yeah, I would have loved like brand that. new. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't care if that guy would have hit on me. I would have been all about that. But no, whatever. Ew. So it was us, this band Tankard, who was like kind of a more like metal harder band, and then Third Eye Blind. 
so we played in Providence and then up in Portland with them. We did like a like just like a two day mini run. And uh, this is <laughs> this is still the funniest fucking thing ever in my life. This was two three. I think it was three years ago, Russ. Whatever it was. Yeah, it's like tw- almost 20, four now. 2017 or twenty eighteen. And so we're there. We sound check and we're talking with the band that band tank grid we're just talking about different shows we played cities we played blah 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 like opener band shit and third eye blind is nowhere to be seen and then we find out they're all there except for the lead singer who shows up on his own in like a like a, like a separate plane or whatever and again this is all hearsay we don't know if, if any of this is true but then so we play no we know great. some that's true uh, all right well, hold on i'm trying to make it alleged for whoever's listening to this i don't give a shit fuck third eye blind dude <laughs> okay they no, were the dude, biggest douchebags they were very nice world, shut up no, dude, they stop. Were not. Do no they were they not were, listen, what, anyway. am i gonna burn a third eye blind bridge i don't give a fuck Those <laughs> i wish you would step back from that ledge and i don't my think friend, that okay? should listen to them anymore <laughs> they were the, the fucking worst and okay, anyway, maybe not so, the other band members because all the other original band members are left, and I'm pretty sure are this is might be alleged, but I'm pretty sure that they're suing fucking Steven for being a douchebag and like fucking them okay. over because so any and I googled it later on. You know how like Google finishes things for you because I was gonna try to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, fucking, you weren't. Go ahead. I was originally, but the, the one of the first things that popped up was I started typing in Steven from Third Eye Blind, and it was like douchebag. And it like had article after article about how he's like the worst guy in the industry to work with. And it's like, like when you type Josh Dolan into Google, it's the same thing. It's so weird. <laughs> Josh, I feel so bad. I keep doing it. I don't know why. No, it's okay. Uh, we'll fight later. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so anyway, the moral of the story is, or more whatever, we we play. It went great. The second band played. It went great. And the third eye blind goes, and everyone's pumped. Like they're, you know, everyone's like, yeah, fucking crystal meth and whatever. And then uh, <laughs> the lead singer comes out. First of all, we're all pushed way to the side. The green room was fine, and then once the lead singer came out, everyone was asked to like part like the Red Sea because this guy's super special. And he came out in Providence. I'm not lying. He was wearing Jenko jeans in Jenko 2017. Jeans, he was wearing Jenko, Jenko jeans. Oh, no, and he not had, ironically. And he had like a a a. a like a like a sweatshirt with like the. I thought you were gonna say a swastika. No, like the front pocket and a hoodie but no sleeves swastika would have been less offensive it would have been yeah (laughs) and dude it was just the worst and he had this whole like speech like he had this whole speech about like uh it's like right now it's like you're you're in the moment like don't let it pass you by it's like this it's like and like and then he's made the same exact fucking speech the next night like it was his same moment the same exact speech yeah so it was on purpose yeah oh totally and dude there was other shit like there was like there was yeah there was stuff i i asked me another time i'll tell you the actual stories because he was the worst (laughs) and and then i i worked with a guy who was a a limo driver like around that time like around late 90s ish and uh he drove them and he said the same thing that like they were just the biggest douchebags and like when they got in the limo he like picked them up at logan or whatever and when they got in, he just basically was doing the like, oh, hey, guys, um, whatever. Just the basic like, hello, I'm your driver. And he couldn't even get a word out before they were putting up the like divider. He's oh. like, hey, guys. <laughs> That's kind of a power move, though. I kind of respect that. It's kind of like a Mike Myers movie. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, Luke, I assure you that um, I don't think you'll be burning any third. 
bridges because this is the Breaking the Ice podcast, and the only yeah. people are probably John's mom, his auntie, and maybe your uncle Doug. <laughs> oh, she, uh, I don't think Uncle Doug will listen to this one. No, but our Aunt Joanne is a big fan of the Breaking the Ice podcast. So, hey, Aunt Joanne. Yeah, Joanne. Yeah, no. Well, that's that's cool. That uh, so, Mike, are you you're you've been doing a lot of these now with Josh? What what do you what's your what like now that everything has happened? What's going on? Where are you doing this with Josh regularly? Is this like? I'm I'm just curious where what, where you're what Russ. What Russ is trying to say is Josh making you do this against your will. Like I, can, have I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure you're okay. I've been blinking in Morse code the whole <laughs> Damn it. Help me. Help me. Josh is making No, I did, you know, Josh had this podcast. He wanted to start it up again after, you know, they shut the station down. I said, sure, what the hell? You know, we were already working together and I enjoy working with Josh, you know, even though it doesn't really sound that way, but you know, he's got <laughs> pictures of me and the animals and <laughs> and i'm shopping them around to netflix yeah well, doing pornhub part we could have a whole nother channel fat asian porn with animals you know that's a whole category that could you know maybe you guys you know since you're hurting you know these days for business maybe get into the porn industry because you know maybe people are looking for americana porn mm-hmm. i haven't seen you know yeah. I- Weirdly, enough, it's weird that you brought that up because Russ actually has a picture of him holding uh, Josh. He's got it on a leash and he's got a neck thing similar to the Carol Baskin and her husband picture. You you leaked that, Russ? Sorry, it wasn't me, what the man. Fuck, dude. <laughs> that is disturbing. All right, it's one of the best pictures yeah. on the internet right now. I, I got I to gotta bug out here, guys. I'm really sorry. But my daughter has, you know, every, every kid's getting homeschooled right now. Yeah. And they're getting work from their teachers and stuff. And uh, sometimes the emails and stuff doesn't work. So my, my daughter got a week's worth of homework just today that she has to uh. turn in. So I got to go do it for her because that's the kind of dad I am. <laughs> that's awesome. Good dad. Yeah. I, really like talking to you guys this is awesome and uh you know thanks to your your uncle doug i discovered your music and uh so and next time you see him tell yeah him yeah. yeah yeah and before we go you guys are uh you guys have a uh single coming out or it's already out it's out it yeah, just it's came out. out it's out it's called forget me not you can find it on spotify youtube apple music title if you still do that or uh, just look look for town meeting. Forget me nots. It's all over the place. It's uh, one of meeting. my favorite songs we did. Yeah, and, and uh, you guys Josh got and a Patreon. We have a page Patreon dot com slash town meeting. Even literally even two bucks a month, it helps us immensely. So, um, and Josh and Mike, thank you guys so much, Mike. Yeah, for real. For like, us. you're one of my favorite people. I grew up listening to you. Not grew up, but like ten years ago, I listened to you, and uh, I really uh, I I still listen to you guys even into the the latter days. So this is kind of an honor for me to do so. Thank you. Well, hey, when, when this is all over, let's have a break in the ice concert. Head yeah, oh, yeah. Town meeting. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. And l- beer and uh, and hot dogs. Maybe. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I'm way down. For everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. And let's uh, let's let's do this again sometime. Another crossover. So. Absolutely. Let's anything, do it in person. Anything with dogs, though, Josh is just gonna roll his eyes and sigh. So <laughs> I've had enough. No, we love you, man. Thank you so much for doing it. I'm glad it's going well and people are moving from AAF to your podcast. I'm really glad that's happening for you. Support Let's breaking see, the ice. If you guys figure out something that you're gonna be doing, 
that will help you out, please let us know so we can have you back on and try to spread Absolutely. the word. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, we appreciate Hell it. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. That's the end. <laughs> <laughs>